ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It's Wednesday, May 26th. You know what that means. Time for your drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer, it's made pure. Coming up in about 10 minutes, going to dial up Ari Agnes. She's got a lot going on. Camps are going to begin soon. She's got a couple of new additions to the team. Head coach of the volleyball team will join us here in the next few minutes. Also, we're going to talk a little baseball action with you. John Dennison, first-year head coach at Huntington High School, in action versus number 3 Hurricane. That's coming up 8 o'clock, Appalachian Power Park, for the Mountain State Athletic Conference title. We'll talk to him here later on in the program. As I mentioned, the phone numbers. You can be a part of the program. Second half of the show probably be the best opportunity for you. Anytime you're on Twitter, you can find me at Paul Swan, at Paul Swan. Of course, the more active you are with me there, I'll get active with you back. So uh, it's it's fun. We, we have a good time on the social medias. There we are. All right, what are we going to get into today? First of all, we've got some TV updates for you. I want to I start with that. So FAU put something out earlier. I haven't seen it from Marshall yet, but FAU put something out. 6 p.m. on November 6th, Marshall at FAU, 6 p.m., CBS Sports Network. So we know that. And we get the word today that Marshall's game against Navy on the road, 3.30 p.m. on the 4th, CBS Sports Network. So September 4th. CBS Sports Network, Marshall at Navy, 3.30 p.m. That's pretty good. Good pickup there. Makes sense. CBS would maybe want that. You've got a, a new coach. There's a lot of interest to see what the new coach is all about with Marshall. He's definitely making himself known on social media and Twitter. He's winning that war. I don't know. If you can win national championships based on social media, Marshall's got several already coming because Coach Huff is definitely winning that battle. And that'll be the first of many games I'm sure we'll find out about as far as where they're going to be, when they're going to be, if there's going to be any changes to the schedule. Because, you know, TV providers sometimes like to move things around to accommodate their schedule. But these are the first two games uh, from CBS Sports Network that we know about. Again, FAU put something out earlier on this one. I hadn't seen it yet from Marshall, but it's pretty solid, it looks like. So there you go. You've got some games there. Now, uh, this morning, I kind of I kind of had this hit me in the face. It was pretty early, too. So usually, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Well, I got to check Twitter. I, I hate to say that, but the first thing I do, I check text to see if anything happened. I also have to check Twitter. And... We get the word, and later was confirmed by Artie Henry himself, that he's leaving. He's leaving. Here's what he posted on his Twitter account. He's put himself into the transfer portal. He said, With much thought, prayer, and consideration, 
I have decided to enter the transfer portal. I can go on and on about how blessed and thankful I am for my past three years at Marshall, where I've learned to grow as a person and become a better player. I would like to thank all of the coaches, alumni, and community for embracing me as their own. And with that being said, I will forever be a hashtag son of Marshall and forever proud to have represented the 75 with the green heart emoji. All love, all love hashtag herd nation, green heart emoji, Artie Henry the third. So he's leaving. He's in the transfer portal. So here we are. Is this going to be the exception? You got a new coach, so are we going to see a higher volume of players leaving because you get a new coach? Or is this going to be the rule instead of the exception? That players are going to become a little bit more fluid as far as how long they stay at a university? How many times will they think to themselves, hey, it's going to be better somewhere else here. This was a mistake. And honestly, I think you're going to see a lot of activity on the transfer portal. So he throwing his name out there today. He's in the transfer portal. We'll see if he gets picked up. Of course, uh, we're, we're trying to piece together the TV schedule, and it looks like we got a couple more times that come in. So CBS Sports Network, I told you about that. You've got the Navy game. And first and foremost, that's the big one. That's going to kick things off. I mean, that's huge. That's going to kick things off and really get, I think, a lot of her fans excited. And um, 3.30 p.m. 3.30 p.m. is the time for that one. Now, also, it looks like North Texas on October 15th, that's going to be 7 p.m., it looks like UAB is going to be uh, 3.30 p.m. on November 13th. And uh, Western Kentucky, it's going to be a 3.30 p.m. game on November 27th. And so that's what I've seen out there. Also, I saw the tweet from FAU. They're putting out there that their game with Marshall is going to be 6 p.m. So, one interesting note here. So, according to the CBS Sports Network schedule, North Texas, that game is going to be a Friday game. Because that was originally set for October 16th. So, it's going to be a Friday game now. We'll get more details on that, of course. Um, Marshall officially putting out only the details to the Navy game. So, I'm sure more details will be coming soon. Again, uh, Marshall officially putting out the details for Navy. All of this stuff, other games we're piecing together. I'm still piecing together myself. So we'll get, an, I'm sure, an official release sooner than later as far as the rest of this TV schedule. But that's what we've got right now. So plan accordingly. we got at least another Friday game here to talk about. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what the rest of the TV schedule looks like. But Marshall should get some good TV coverage this season. All right, when we take our break here in the next moment, Get ready. Get ready because Ari Agnes is going to come back on the program. Ari saved my bacon many times. She saved it 
during last year's sports drought. She is a welcome guest on this program anytime, and we're going to talk to her when we continue. She'll probably be saving my bacon for several years to come. But I just wanted to acknowledge that. When we didn't have anything to talk about, Ari Agnes was the Calvary for me, and she's on the program next here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. My next guest on the program constantly bailed me out last year when there was nothing active going on. We were all wondering what we were going to do. This person came on the show and completely and thoroughly bailed me out every single time. The head volleyball coach at Marshall University, Ari Agnes, with me now on the program. It's true, Coach. I mean, it was you. I think you had at one point uh, like 54 appearances or so last year. <laughs> it's what I'm here for, you know? If I can't talk to you, I, I, there's not much else to do with the day. Oh, I love that. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> before we get serious, and when, of course, you know, we're always serious, but um, did you hear Coach Kemper last week pretty much try to dethrone you? You know, I think that people can always try, and I think that's great, but it, it just won't ever happen. So it doesn't offend me or threaten me at all. That's fair, because he, he remarked that, he said the last time he was on the show that he was the favorite coach, but he he went ahead and placed Chris Grassy above all. He said, look, he's... he's I think I think that we're all going to have to take a back seat to that, and I I am completely on board with that as well. Okay. Um, but I did I did tell Coach Kemper that he's the bronze medalist, and my reasoning my reasoning being for that is I didn't want to hurt his feelings because I mean if Chris is the gold medalist you're the silver medalist but I told him right. that he was the bronze medalist because you don't you don't win the silver you win the bronze and I was trying to ease ease the blow ah but we really just know that means he's third and I'm second right exactly yeah. okay. Yeah, that's fair, fair. fair Maybe enough. Maybe he didn't catch on to that, and that's okay. Um, he said he learned something new, <laughs> and I don't think he caught on. So hopefully, uh, he's still <laughs> going to be in the dark next time I talk to him. But I've got you here now because <laughs> you got so much going on. First of all, you got a lot of hires coming into the program. I mean, you've, yes. been, you've been busy. So uh, let's talk about your new additions. Let's do it. So Charlie, um, Charlie actually volunteered with us this spring, and I had met her. In the summer, we, we were fortunate enough that um, she has a connection in Charleston. Her husband actually coaches tra- coaches soccer at UC. So she had contacted me and was just like, hey, like, I just wanted to see if there's any way I could be involved in camp. And, and you know, at the time, obviously, COVID, we weren't sure if camp was happening or not. And, and so we just kind of stayed in touch and kept talking and, and slowly started to realize how in sync our values were, um, how in sync our mindsets what we wanted for the for the players, how we want to run things, was just so there. So we brought her on as a volunteer, um, and she crushed it. Like truly did such a phenomenal job. The way that she sees the game is really really great. Um, she's got a great personality. She's super fun to be around. But but her work ethic is just something that I I just sat back and I was like, oh my gosh, like we have needed this. Like and with all of the changes, you know, it's just. You've got to what what we're finding, and I think a lot of people are, is you just want to surround yourself with really, really awesome human beings. 
Um, and, and that's what we're doing. And, and we want the girls to kind of see us as, you know, not role models if they do great, but more of like, dang, like they can do it. I can do it too. Like anything that coaches can do, like I can do that too. And that's freaking awesome. So Charlie's great in the gym. She's super smart, super, um, super hard. And then we've got Bijanae that just got here. Uh, Bijanae actually was my first commitment when I began college coaching and when I was at Wofford College. Um, she was a sophomore, junior. She was super young. Back then you could recruit a lot younger. Um, absolute stud of a volleyball player. And she stayed in coaching. And, and when this other position came open, when Tyler got the head job at UC, it was just like, that's a no-brainer. Like, she, she again, her fulfillment is not – you know, I want to go and do all these coaching things and get all these accolades. She wants to inspire young women the way that she was inspired by the coaches that she's had her whole life. And I just think that that's amazing. Um, but she's, she's awesome. It's, it's really, really cool. It's, it's fresh. It's exciting. You know, these past couple of days, all we've been doing is trying to figure out all the things we want to do and, and what we want to change and, and the, the kind of freshness of it all, which is great because we're bringing in seven people. So you've got to have a renewed sense of, of energy, and, and I think we've got it. Let's talk about not the players you're bringing in, the people you're bringing in. Let's talk about the players that are staying, because now yeah. the, with the transfer portal, you can leave. If you just you have a bad day, you don't like it anymore, <laughs> you can just leave and and go about your business elsewhere. You have to be a recruiter for new players. You have to almost re-recruit your program to your current team and you, you're doing something right because I see Twitter announcement after Twitter announcement, players are staying. I mean, you're you're yeah. po- you're just putting that out there. Look, they're staying, and and you're probably working to death just to kind of keep that that close knit family together. You know, I I would say yes and no. Yes, yes, we. That's kind of just the daily job, right? If they're happy, but understanding that you are going to have bad days and it's not going to be perfect. But in my opinion, like, I don't know why you'd want to leave Marshall. So if they do, to me, it's just like, best of luck. We love you. It was a great time, but it's such a special place that anybody that wants to leave, we don't beg people to stay in the same sense. Those that wanted to stay, we just made sure we could make it work. Um, and, and all of the seniors, this is with having their COVID year, right? So we've got Sierra coming back, Destiny coming back, and Sydney coming back. And they all decided that we all had a lot of conversations a long time ago, and um, we're able to make it work for them. We're able to keep them on. We're going to have a really big roster, but but for them and everything they do for Marshall, and they all just bleed green so aggressively that it's just, it's it's like a, yeah, duh. <laughs> so it's it's really cool. I would say, yeah, I think we have to work hard to keep kids, but at the same point, to me, Marshall just does that. You know, the community does that because these kids, none of them even considered wanting to leave. It was just like, so I can stay, right? And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, we, we will figure it out. We will figure it out and make sure that it works because anybody that wants to be here, I think for any program, that's that's got to be your biggest, you know, not push, but your biggest um, – problem that you you want people that want to be there if not like get on move on this place is way too special to to have people or try to convince people that they should be here so 
it's easy when you have a community like Huntington and you have a, a university and the support from our president and administration, it's easy for kids to just be like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm never leaving. <laughs> so it's awesome. It's really, really cool. Ari Agnes, never leaving Marshall. And um, eventually your players will have to graduate, obviously. But um, you've got some <laughs> you, you've got some kids that are coming in. You're feeling pretty good about what you're building here for the program. You've got coaches that you're feeling really good about. And just to kind of show that we're finally getting close to – I don't know what normal is, but we're kind of getting there – is we can talk about camps. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on because yeah. you've, you've got camps coming up, finally. Finally, finally, we're back in action. It's, gosh, I have never wanted it more for just anybody that wants or, or misses community and, and wants to just get a little bit better at volleyball. You know, I think, I think in years past there's stress of, of filling things and getting people. And we are so just like, help us help you. You know, it's been such a tough year. And for middle schoolers and high schoolers, I couldn't even imagine. I have a niece that that is going through this and just to see all of the sacrifices that she has to make. So, So thank God for camp. Thank God normalcy is coming back a little bit. I would completely agree with you, sir. So let's talk about the details here. Um, What do people need to know? And, yeah, all the good stuff that goes into registering, what kids need to bring, what you're bringing to this, you know, just all the details. Yeah, um, everything's on HerdZone.com, so all of the different information. But we range from elite camp to little herd camp, so anybody that's just getting started in that little herd, um, all skills goes through every position. So if people aren't sure what they want to, you know, which position they want to commit to, um, that's a great camp. And then we've got team camp, which we're getting some really awesome feedback with our team camp and having a lot of people come in. So we are, we are really excited for that one to hopefully catch a little bit more ground. It's a bit more competitive. You, you're able to get um, more people in, and, and they can just play and, and do some different things. So we have everything. But on HerdZone.com, honestly, all you have to do is Google Marshall Volleyball Camps. Everything comes up. Registration is super easy, um, and it's it's just we are just so excited. Our our staff, everybody is just so excited to finally get back in the gym. Remind me, you had camp the year before, right? I, I just it feels like it's been yes. twenty years. Yes, twenty twenty nineteen we had camp, um, and then we had a normal season in the fall of twenty nineteen, and then everything kind of fell off there spring of twenty twenty. So we have had a camp before. Um, and it, it was awesome. It was it was really great. But we are just trying to get as many people as we can, um, whoever it is, how much volleyball they've ever played, whether that's none or all of it. We will accommodate to skill level just so that people can find the joy in sport again. Feels like you're starting over, though, right? Because yes. of the gap. Yes, it really does. But I kind of like it. You know, it, it's kind of a nice reset, I think, for everybody. Is like we've all been through so much um, in this past year. And, and I think to kind of be able to take a step back and be like, wow, it was, it was hard and we all got through it and we're so proud of everybody. Now let's just get rocking and get better at volleyball. Ari Agnes joins me. Busy as ever. Camp coming up. Herdzone.com for the details. Uh, players are staying. You got new players coming in. You got new coaches coming in. 
What else is going on? I don't want to miss anything since I've got you here. What <laughs> what, what what haven't I touched on? Um, you know, I'm having a baby. I'm so I guess there's that. I mean, that was kind of new. That, that, not much. That was kind of known, but I was a little upset that he didn't break that news with me. I, and I get it. I understand. <laughs> didn't come to you first. You're right. I mean, you should have done that. That's that's on Jake and I. You were you were on, and like a couple of days later, it's like, oh hey, I'm having a child, and I'm like, <laughs> you what? Well, we had to tell the team in person. We couldn't just throw like they would have lost their minds if they heard it on here and not in person. They could have tuned so, in. Be, yeah, but like we did this whole scavenger hunt. It was really fun, and it was very very cool. It was a really cool moment. So. I will take that. I will take your anger, but I will say that it was worth it. <laughs> I don't know if it's anger. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if anger is the word. I'm, I'm just looking for an opportunity here to, to take advantage. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to attach myself to your star. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I understand. You know, maybe for the next one. Maybe if we have another one, if we're lucky enough for that, then yeah, we'll go ahead. Okay, uh, gender reveal. Is that going to be at a, at a Marshall volleyball game? What's that? What's going to happen there? <laughs> No, we will have him. It's a he. It okay. is a he. Gender and reveal. Okay, there you go. We will have him before season. Yes. He is He is going to come hopefully right at the end of camp, you know, so we are just going to be healthy, stay healthy, and, and hope that all goes well. At the end of camp, not during camp, end of camp. No, end of camp. Okay. He knows. He knows he's got to stay in there until the end of that. All right. I, I have to ask the hard-hitting probing questions here. Do you have a name yet? Aiden. Ooh, okay, nice. Yes, we are, Jake and I are planners. We are very not patient. <laughs> like everything we that we can control, we are trying to control and, and have done. See, we had these conversations last year when you were, you were controlling the universe on Zoom about keeping control of everything. I'm just still waiting for, uh, like, your notes to send to me to help me plan. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I will strongly consider it. How about that? Okay, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. So, um, I think we got it all. I appreciate you doing this again and saving my bacon. And seriously, you you were like, sure, I'll do this. Hey, what do you have, Coach? Well, we're doing cooking lessons on Zoom with the team, team building exercises. <laughs> I mean, that, I'll. That was we've got a lot. Yeah, we we talked about it all, and of course, I mean, we had some fun moments over the uh, the season. You know, we shamed um, Tony Kemper into ice cream again. That was fun. Have to. We got to keep things consistent. I think it's totally fair. But I appreciate you, and I am happy to chat. Love chatting with you anytime. You just let me know. I'll do it. I appreciate you. Uh, have fun, and um, give my best to uh, Jake, the uh, the the. The other guy, the planner, the other planner there. I will, sir. Thank you. Ari Agnes, appreciate her coming on. Uh, when we continue, uh, we're going to talk Huntington High baseball. John Dennison will be my guest when we come back here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up tonight, Huntington High taking on Hurricane, 8 o'clock at Appalachian Power Park. Mountain State Athletic Conference title on the line and tell us more about his team and hopefully bringing home the championship to Huntington. 
First-year head coach at Huntington High, John Dennison, joins me. Coach, good talking to you, and congratulations to get to this point so far. It, uh, it's never easy to get this uh, far in the season, and here we are. you got a championship to go win tonight. Yes, sir, and you're right. It isn't easy. Uh, it's been a long road. Uh, the kids are buying into uh, the program and doing a very good job of executing that on the field. All of the hardship that has been put on everyone. So to be fair, every team, every program has had to deal with the hardships of you know, the, the recent you know, it's 12 to 16 months, depending on when it started for people. But you know, you've been able to put together in your first season a, a consistent team, a team that has, as you mentioned, bought in. You know, was it that adversity that helped? Uh, were the kids just hungry to – to listen to what you were able to, to bring them, you know, what do you attribute your early success to? Well, um, over the summer, towards the end of the summer last year, a lot of the uh, sanctions lifted and stuff, but we were able to play uh, some baseball. Um, you know, we put our team together and went and played in some tournaments. Uh, they got their feet wet with each other, learned each other, those kinds of things. Uh, even though I wasn't allowed to be on the field, still able to talk to them after games and discuss things that we're doing. And when it came to the point this year where we could have started practice, it was just like picking up where we left off. And that was a huge momentum instead of it being fresh and going through growing pains and all that, we were able to establish most of that over the summer. And now you're in a situation where you're competing for a championship <laughs> to get there you defeat Cabell Midland, which any time a Huntington team can beat Cabell Midland is always a good day, and I'm sure it was really exciting for the kids to be able to beat them on the road to the championship title. Yeah, it is very much so. Uh, you know, they've been a, um, a pretty good team, a powerhouse for the, the last few years, even decades. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, for our kids to step up this season and uh, beat them two out of three times, just goes to show the character of our young men, uh, where we want to take this program and what we're building here at Huntington High. Now it gets harder. I mean, we're talking about going from Cabell Midland, which is always a tough opponent, to Hurricane, one of the best teams in the state. And so far, they've been a little more successful head to head against you. You know, what changes tonight? You know, you know, it's hard to beat a good team three times. You know. What do you think happens tonight here? Uh, what has to change, or is this a, a matter of just putting it all together and going out and playing Huntington baseball? It, exactly what you just said. Uh, the biggest thing uh, that we need to do tonight is we need to be more aggressive at the plate. Uh, we need to attack the fastballs. <clears throat> Don't be real choosy on you know pitches that are coming in. It's in the zone. Let's put the bat on it. Um, let's you know, continue to do the things we do uh, on the bases, uh, good defense, and I'm really expecting a uh, a big, big outing tonight from our starter, Ethan Riggs. Next game's going to be Appalachian Power Park, and you know, sort of a, a preview, give uh, the kids an opportunity to uh, play on a big stage. Of course, State's coming up as well. Yep. Did you imagine – First year head coach that this is where you would be, you know, playing for your first championship in the Mountain State Athletic Conference. Did you feel like it was going to be maybe a little slower build, or are are you right where you you thought you would be? Well, you know, I don't want to ever put the cart in front of the horse, 
but most of these kids I have coached over, you know, most of their career since they were six, seven, eight years old. And we've kept this group together. They uh, constantly played together. Uh, we've gone through growing pains. We've gone through a ton of successes. <laughs> and um, to be where we are today with the record that we have, um, you know, we challenged ourselves at the beginning of the season and said our goal was 20 games, uh, 20 wins. Uh, we've surpassed that. Uh, so now our uh, goal and vision is to be the winningest baseball team at Huntington High. And I want to say the 2001, 2002 uh, Huntington High team had 24 wins. So that is our uh, goal. That is our path to get to that number. Uh, win tonight and win tomorrow night on senior night. We're at 23. We take the section. We're over, you know, we're well over the 24 games. That's our goals. That's our plans. Uh, the kids are doing a great job of executing our goals. And, you know, when you go to the play and the kids are having fun, you're having fun, that's what it's about. First-year Huntington High head coach John Dennison joining me tonight. Huntington High taking on Hurricane, 8 o'clock, Appalachian Power Park for the Mountain State Athletic Conference title. And then, as you mentioned, you get your last regular season game coming up, Lincoln County, 6 p.m. Thursday night, and you've got seven seniors that are going to be recognized. Uh, could you talk a little bit about those young men and, and what they've meant to you uh, in this program? <laughs> of course. Th this is a great, great group of seniors. Uh, it's a shame that last year's group of seniors didn't have this opportunity as well because I think last year's team could have uh, produced just as well as this year's team. Um, but this group of seniors have dug in and bought into, um, you know, what I'm trying to do with the program. Um, their leadership is, uh, you know, just beyond what I could expect. And to see this group go away, you know, it's going to be tough next year. But, you know, I have 15 juniors. So, you know, we're looking to add on to what this senior group has done and roll it into next year as well. Now, you've got a road trip. I can't keep you too much longer because you've got to actually make the road trip tonight. You have to show up at Appalachian Power Park. But, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to see a good crowd tonight supporting Huntington High. And, of course, senior night, you really want to see a big crowd, I'm sure, to uh, support these young men that are uh, going to be uh, playing uh, for their final time on the home home turf, home field. I sure do. And to add to that, um, we're actually doing a few of the seniors are signing their letters of intent tomorrow at Huntington Little League. Um, we're not able to do it on school grounds because of the COVID restrictions. Um, so we're doing it at Huntington Little League at 4 o'clock. Uh, it'll be a, a quick ceremony, and then we'll go from Huntington Little League, of course, up to Huntington High and prepare ourselves uh, for senior night and our game against Lincoln County. Outstanding. We'll keep an eye out for that. Coach, congratulations. Good luck tonight and again tomorrow for senior night. And uh, hopefully we're talking to you next week and uh, sectional start Memorial Day. So let's hope that we just we have a few reasons to talk to each other over the next couple of weeks. I appreciate it. Actually, the section will start Tuesday the 1st. Okay, Tuesday the 4th. Let me correct that. Tuesday the okay. Tuesday the 1st. Okay. And um, we will be hosting Spring Valley at 6 p.m. on the hill. Okay. I had a Memorial Day, but you know what? I'm, yeah, 
radio guys make mistakes sometimes. That's why we're not coaches. No, actually, you <laughs> didn't make a mistake. This was all uh, moved back within the last week, week and a half. Okay. Because originally, originally the sectionals was put on Memorial Day. They realized that that was Memorial Day and moved everything back to start on the Tuesday. All right, we got it now, though. We got the correct info. Taking on Spring Valley Tuesday on the 1st. Coach, congratulations. We'll have you back real soon, and hopefully we're going to get you all the way to a championship. That sounds wonderful. The more fans we get out there, the better these kids play. Uh, They just get hyped with uh, the Huntington crowd. And I greatly appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. It's uh, much needed for the area, for the school, and the program. Definitely. We'll do it again. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. John Dennison, head coach Huntington High. Okay, so I, I had that right, but I had it wrong. Uh, sectional start Tuesday the 1st, Spring Valley, 6 p.m. for Huntington High. All right, when we come back, we're going to update you on the television schedule for the Thundering Herd. I got a little bit more clarification on a couple of things. So uh, we'll update you on that, give you the best information I can give you when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Okay, I've been trying to piece this together. Uh, I've got the release from Marshall on the TV schedule for football. So September 4th, it's going to be Marshall taking on Navy. That's on the road. 3.30 p.m. going to be on CBS Sports Network. Now, uh, I saw the FAU announcement earlier. They tweeted something out, and uh, I went and followed up on that. So the FAU game is going to be on CBS Sports Network Facebook. That's a streaming game. That's a November 6th game. And then the other games that are going to be on CBS Sports Network. And again, I haven't got anything from Marshall just yet, but just piecing this together. October 15th. That's a Friday. Marshall at North Texas. 7 o'clock for that one. November 13th. It'll be UAB coming into Huntington. That's scheduled for 3.30 p.m. Now, the other game we know about, Western Kentucky, going to be here in Huntington, taking on the Thundering Herd. That's set for November 27th at 3.30 p.m. So let me run those down chronologically for you here. On September 4th, Marshall at Navy, 3.30 p.m., CBS Sports Network. October 15th, on a Friday, Marshall at North Texas, 7 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. Marshall, FAU, that is going to be on CBS Sports Network, Facebook, November 6th. And then November 13th, UAB at Marshall, 3.30 p.m. And November 27th, Western Kentucky at Marshall, 3.30 p.m. Again, all these games are CBS Sports Network, so we'll see what the rest of the schedule looks like. But that's your TV package so far. I mean, you got four games on real TV and you got the stream. That's fine. I'm okay with the Facebook stream. It's not my favorite, but it's accessible, at least. It's more accessible than some of the other outlets we've seen Marshall over the years on. So I'm okay with that. But CBS Sports Network, again, that's going to be your big network here for five of these four on the actual broadcast or the cable channel itself. And then the one's going to be the stream. Yeah, we might see a lot of games on 
ESPN Plus. We might see some games on some of the other platforms. Not sure what the game plan is going to be. That information hasn't been brought out just yet. But again, better than nothing. And I'm sure if Marshall can generate some excitement there. And you get a head coach in Charles Huff that is generating excitement. What that excitement is going to translate to here in the next few weeks as far as television announcements are concerned, we'll see. But I'm pretty sure that at least Marshall will see a little bit better coverage only because you've got the curiosity factor, what the new coach is going to bring. And if Marshall is successful right out of the gate, wins some of these games, wins at Navy. I mean, Marshall beats Navy. You know, Marshall is going to be talked about a little bit more than maybe normal. And then you get into the conference schedule. And the conference schedule is what it is. But Marshall beats Navy. Marshall's going to get a lot of buzz off of that, a lot of a lot of press, a lot of a lot of conversation, a lot of chatter, and that's going to help Marshall. So that's what we've got right now, as far as these schedules are concerned. Again, uh, right now, just piecing all this stuff together. Herd Zone is uh, where the official update will come. Marshall put out the the Navy time earlier. I'm sure Marshall's piecing together all of its information as we speak, and we'll see something a little bit more concrete and official later on with the schedule. All right, that's um, almost a wrap for today's edition of the show. What you watching tonight? We going, we going back to the NHL or are we going back to the NBA? What are we doing tonight? All right, here's what I, I'm doing. NBA action tonight. We have got three games I'm interested in that Hawks-Knicks game. I'm, I'm going to be upfront honest with you. I want to see the Knicks win. I want to see the Knicks make it out of the first round. So Hawks-Knicks, that's that's your game tonight, 730 TNT. Wizards-76ers, I got no interest there. And Grizzlies-Jazz, no interest there. Now coming up tonight, later on, here's where the fun begins. I'll watch a little bit of that Knicks action, but... I've got the Penguins and the Islanders. That's coming up 6.30 p.m. NBC Sports Network. Islanders lead the series three games to two. Penguins got to win tonight or they're done. Panthers Lightning. That's coming up 8 o'clock tonight. CNBC. The Lightning, if they decide to play, they can put the Panthers away and they can move on to the next round. And then the Golden Knights taking on the Wild. Vegas leads that series three games to two. Vegas can put it away tonight. So you can see three eliminations tonight in the National Hockey League. Penguins fans, your team's got to win tonight to make it to another game. Islanders, I thought it was over early. I thought the Penguins were going to put the Islanders away. The Islanders have proved pretty resilient, and now they have the lead in this series. So that's where we stand from the National Hockey League. Now the baseball. So what do we got coming up in the baseballs tonight? Well, Pirates taking on the Cubs. That's coming up. 635 is going to be first pitch. We'll go on the air at 10 after 6. Catch all the Pirates action all season long. You know the place, ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. So that'll be the one that I'm keeping an eye on right now. Uh, you've got action going on between the Mariners and the Athletics into the seventh. Athletics lead 6-0. Rangers trailing the Angels 9-1, top of the, looks like the sixth. And then the Orioles 
Got beat by the Twins earlier, 3-2. Cardinals beat the White Sox, 4-0. That's it. That's your rundown. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Huntington W231BS Huntington broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.